This chapter is Aaron Hackamian. This is chapter 11. My dad always uses this expression. If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Well, that isn't always true. It looks like Ambrose and it talks like Ambrose, but in a way that's Ambrose. How can a person be so different just because he fell on his head? Okay, so he's sidelined from football. Nothing you can do about some dumb doctor's orders. And amnesia, that's pretty out there though, although Wikipedia, Wikipedia says it's real. But even if every single memory is erased from your head, wiped clean like my phone when I dropped it in the toilet, you should still be the same person, right? Chase just isn't. That's not the kid bear I grew up with. That's not the kid bear and I grew up with, played sports with, broke all the rules with, since we were in second grade. You can see it in his eyes. He looks at us like he barely knows us or any of the hurricanes. I guess I understand that. We're like new people he just met for the first time. Even so, shouldn't we be starting to hit it off by now? That's not happening either. He's not into the things we're into. Not football, not anything. That hurts. I get that his memory is erased, but is our whole friendship erased too? Being boys with someone isn't just a bunch of stuff you did together in the past. There has to be more to it than that. But right now, it's like we've got zero in common with the guy. Worse, the kids he does have stuff in common with are all the losers. The video club, really? The chase I knew wailed on those guys worse than any of us. And now they're who he wants to hang out with. Who's next, huh? The Care Bears? And those wusses have totally forgiven him too. Except Shoshana, for obvious reasons. I wonder if he's figured that out yet. The big question is, is the old Ambrose trapped in there somewhere waiting to realize what a dork he's being and get back to normal? Or is this the new nerd-loving chase, the only chase there's going to be from now on? That's a pretty big deal, and not just because we're supposed to be boys. He has something that belongs to all three of us, something important. What if he doesn't even know he's got it? Bear isn't a deep thinker. He's all action. Dude, this is stupid. Let's just ask him. Say, we know you have it. Fork it over. The guy here has amnesia, I reason. That means he might not even remember where, we, where he put it. Bear snorts. You buy that? Trust me, he remembers just fine. The thing's valuable. He's faking all this amnesia stuff so he can keep it for himself. You're talking about our boy, I exclaimed angrily, giving him a shove that would put one of those video dweebs halfway across town. You're a jerk for even thinking it. He shoves me back. Then you're the jerk because I know you're thinking it too. But I'm not thinking it. Honestly, if Chase is just punking us all with this amnesia stuff, that would be better. If tomorrow he says, fool you, I might be ticked off for a day or so, then I'd shake his hand for putting one over on us, or for putting one over on us. Mostly, I'd be glad to have the old Chase back. One way or the other, we've got a problem, I tell him. If we face him with it, and he honestly doesn't remember, then we've just confessed to a guy who isn't really our friend anymore. Big deal. It is a big deal, I persist, because the new Chase is a goody-goody. He stands up for losers. He does community service when he doesn't have to. If he forgets what, he di- what we did, I don't want to remind him. A guy like that could turn all three of us in because it's the right thing to do. Unless he's lying, Bear adds grimly, and we'll deal with that too, if necessary. We'll just have to wait and see. There's nothing more frustrating than trying to squeeze the truth out of someone when you can't let him know what you're trying to get him to say. 
I'm a plain guy. I like plain talk, but in this case, it's too dangerous. Our best chance to coax it out of him is at the Graybeard Motel, but it's not so easy there either. Bad enough he does community service when he's off the hook. Why does he have to be so gung-ho about it? It's depressing to watch him. He delivers more snacks in 20 minutes than Bear and I could stretch into a whole afternoon. And in that extra time, he reads to people. He pushes wheelchairs around. He helps the old fogies with cell phones they don't have a prayer figuring out. It is just me, Bear mutters. Or, or is it just me, Bear mutters? Or is he deliberately trying to make us look bad? I don't think it's on purpose, I mumble back. He really likes it here. The old fossils like him too. We can't walk three feet down the hall without some Dumbledore or Dumbledora hauling him in to adjust the TV or to reach something from a high shelf. Bear is insulted. We're taller than Ambrose. We can reach stuff. How come nobody ever asks us? Because we'd say no, I reminded him. Or maybe just ignore him. Them. Listen, it's annoying that all those blue hairs love Chase, but it's not a mystery. Even sour-faced nurse nurse Duncan, who wishes our community service was over even more than we do, has a smile for Ambrose and an even steeper scowl for Bear and me. It doesn't help that Chase has forged the closest friendship of all with the one resident he should be staying away from, that crotchety old war horse in room 121. Wouldn't you know it, the one gray beard who hates everybody and who all the other gray beards hate right back has decided to love Ambrose. Go figure. It's those stupid Korean War stories that brought the two of them together. Chase can't get enough of them. And the geezer is overjoyed to have someone willing to listen who doesn't have to change his hearing aid battery five times in the course of it. How come you guys have so much to say to each other? Bear demands. Ambrose shrugs. He's interesting. It's not every day you meet someone who's been awarded the country's highest medal. Why does he always have to bring that up? It makes me nervous, and it makes Bear practically crazy. Wikipedia says the Korean War only lasts three years, I grumble. He's already told you every minute of it. What more is there to say? Ambrose laughs. He's nice. He's not nice. Ask anybody in the building. He calls noise noise complaints on squeaky wheelchairs. He yells out spoilers on movie night. The nurses hate him even worse than we do. If this was a reality show and they got to vote somebody out of the Graybeard Motel, he'd be on the street. But Chase gets called away to wheel Miss Berglund to her weekly canasta game, as if one of the orderlies couldn't do it. Maybe he just likes war stories, I offer to bear. He isn't buying it. He never liked war stories before. And that's the whole problem. We know the kid, but we don't which makes it almost impossible to figure out what's going on inside his head or how worried we should be.